The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code DKHOOPS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DKHOOPS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the, the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of Running the Break with CJ and Alex. I'm Alex Wong here with my co-host, CJ Toledano. CJ, we've got a special guest with yeah. us again today. Huge, huge fan of, of this gentleman. I was literally, before I even say your name, I have a piece of yours or a photo of yours above my computer that I was like looking through. So I was like, oh my God, this is yours. But Nathaniel Butler, how you doing? All is good. Thank you uh, for those kind words. Yeah, CJ, what's the piece that you have uh, on, on top? I have the, the, the side profile of, I, I'll pull it down just to show you guys. This is an odd audio format but i have it's a little bit of an iteration of your piece right this is lebron bubble championship oh, yeah. yeah cigar there's yep. a, a an artist out there who took the smoke and made it into a crown yep absolutely uh awesome good taste i love it i it, it's one of i mean <laughs> we're gonna get into your iconic photos which just a, an insanely long list but this was like and I, I work in directing basketball, like videos and whatnot, but like that side profile black and white shot is like something that movies are made out of. No, and thank you. A little uh, a little luck never hurts. Yeah, for, for people that don't know, you know, Nathaniel Butler, you know, Nat's been uh, an NBA photographer since the 1980s, and we're going to definitely dive into the highlights uh, of his career and you know, we, we talk so much on this show about things that take place off the court. And I think one of the things that we talk about a lot or we reference a lot is just the power of of imagery, right? Like CJ, like we talk so much about all those championship moments mm-hmm. of Michael Jordan in the locker room after Shaq and Kobe and so, so many of these iconic moments. There's people out there listening that probably have consumed so much of Nat's work that might not even know that it's Nat, right? Because like Nat has captured so 
many of the iconic moments, I would say, in modern NBA history. So I don't know now. We just got you here to talk about your whole career today yeah. and then just to geek out and then hear all the stories. No, thank thank you for having me, guys. It's it's always it's always fun. Uh, and I've done a few different things with with you, Alex, and I, I uh, respect your fandom. And we're all we're all fans at heart, you know. And I still, after all these years, I'm still a big fan. That's incredible. Well, can we let's let's take it back to sort of the start. I always sort of ask, like, the chicken or the egg. Was it photography first or basketball fan for? Like, what? Tell us how it all started for you. You know what? Great question. And it's sort of you know, as a kid, like everyone else. Growing up in the driveway, counting down five, four, three, two, yep. one, shooting, hitting the winning shot. You know, uh, that was that was me. Basketball, as a kid from, you know, six, eight, ten years. Basketball was my literally was my life, and I played constantly. I grew up in a crazy small rural town. Literally, was the only one ever playing basketball, and just sort of went from that. Played in high school went to St. John's and -hmm. was not good enough to play at St. John's. At that time, St. John's was Chris Mullen, Mark Jackson, Walter Berry. Like they were like one and two in the nation between Patrick Ewing, Georgetown team, Chris Mullen and the, you know, the St. John's team. But I still love the game. So I'd always be hanging out in the gym, rebounding, shooting, playing around with the guys. And, And I always was interested in photography and started working for the school newspaper uh shooting the the guys playing basketball and it just sort of took off from there yeah that's so amazing Nat, what what do you remember about your first kind of you know basketball game that you shot or first nba game Like, like what's like the first memories that come to you i remember crazy details about everything i'm bad with dates and i get my years confused but my first literally remember uh shooting you know, at, at St. John's running back, I had a little off-campus apartment, converted the closet into a dark room, d- mixing chemicals, shaking, having a shower curtain rod, hanging up the negatives <laughs> and praying, hoping that you got a shot. You get this, you get that because, you know, things were very different. Compositionally, I was always pretty good because I knew the game, you know, yeah. but just the mechanics of photography and i know it sounds silly now but focusing was a key part of things back in those days now now a lot of people shoot on on uh, you know automatic focus and things like that but that obviously that didn't exist back then you get a crazy shot it's got to be in focus you know uh so very distinct memories of this picture this picture that picture i'm sentimental about what camera I was using, the type of film I was using, what lens I was using at the time. Like, it is a marriage of all of that stuff. And it's the tools that that we use. And of course, that has changed over the years. But it is a, I don't know, it's like a baseball player. You see them, you hear the stories, a baseball player, they're hugging the bat, they sit with the bat. They do, like, that's that's how you are with your gear, you know? Yeah. Well, let me, let me ask you, because... Uh, you know, you talked about knowing basketball and obviously combined with your your photography skills. Like, I, I think what I love about your work is, you know, I'll, I'll even just use this as an example that LeBron sort of reverse dunk. That they compared to Kobe's dunk um, after his death. It happened a few months later. 
the one, you know, the, the photograph that I always think of is yours in that composition of it's kind of just like in the center. And then just people are almost like looking at it, looking at LeBron in awe as if they knew that moment. Did you like how much I guess the question is, how much of it is like instinctual to capture it that way versus like you had mentioned earlier, that luck? You know, what? it's a combination. And, you know, what I what I always say is the people that prepare ultimately end up being the luckiest. They, they, they work hand in hand together. You know, you can't rely on luck. You can't totally think you're going to get something and then have a referee walk in front of you or one of the ninth guys out of 10 players on the court, you might get his elbow in the way or something. So there is a there is an element of luck involved and you overcompensate in the on the preparation end. The, the biggest thing for us is that that people don't really realize and that sort of is the most challenging for a few of us NBA guys still is that we don't shoot on motor drive. So I'm taking a, a picture. We use strobe lights and that that the strobe light is about the effect and about the quality. Quite frankly, it's a it's a much better quality image. Mm-hmm. The gap is getting closer with some of the advances, but I'm still all about the quality. So LeBron comes in for a dunk. We I get one shot. The guy sitting wow. next to me working for USA Today or Getty or something might have 15 frames to choose from of a sequence. Oh wow. Okay. We, we get we get one shot. So there is a little, you know, and I, I do I do feel like perhaps that's where, you know, I, I literally do study the guys. I know you try to anticipate because if you see it through the camera, it's already too late. You yeah. have to get it that mil- literally millisecond before they do it. Dunks are tricky. One hand, they you can see their face better. They go to, do you shoot it here? Do you shoot it here? Like, it's not, and it's not, ah, can you do it again? Like, we're, we're not allowed to do that, you know? But that's sort of what keeps me going. It Like, I love it. I love the... I love the challenge of that. And like I said, been doing it a long time, but that's still like I get pumped up and that's what I want to get those moments. Yeah. And it's it's so amazing now thinking about all the photos you've captured over the years. Like I was thinking today, I think a lot of people are familiar with, with that John Starks uh, baseline dunk on, on, on Jordan right. and, and the Bulls. And there's so many of these moments. And, and like you mentioned, it's so fascinating to think about like there are no do-overs, right? Like you have to capture that specific moment um otherwise that it passes right. uh, I, I know you shot michael for for pretty much the you know the entirety of his career when, when you think about all the finals that that you were you know witness to is there a specific series with michael or a specific moment with michael that really stands out to you personally you know what not like there were there were definitely the moments michael's like we were shooting film then um, we're shooting on on a Hasselblad camera, which is the most beautiful. That's the camera they sent up on the Apollo missions to the moon. You know, it's a beautiful piece of engineering machinery. The crazy stuff for that was we're shooting film. I always I like the the competition, like the competition, like those Knicks Bulls games in series in those years. Sometimes were more intense than the finals. You know yeah. that. The excitement at the Garden, the Knicks, the Bull, like old Chicago Stadium was insane with the crowd. Those moments of of just peak action, peak 
you know, basketball. But then with Michael, you always were looking at different things. Like, say, John Paxton is shooting a free throw. Well, I would pan to Michael because Michael leaning over on his shorts during a free th- someone else free throw with the sweat, with his physique, it was just different. And even back then, you felt it at that time. And now, of course, what sneakers was he wearing? What he had different socks for a number of years. Like, but just his his presence, literally head to toe. There was something very, very unique about that. Similarly, with a Kobe, with a LeBron, just their whole, the whole package. You know, so you do look for different things. I would switch to a tight lens and in one of those moments if he was yelling at a at a teammate or just his the expression of his face the sweat you know that those kind of moments have over the years become pretty iconic all right nat hold that thought and we'll continue this conversation right after the break the thrill and excitement of march mania is here and DraftKings sportsbook one of america's top rated sportsbook apps is giving new customers a shot to turn five bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code DKHOOPS. New customers can bet five bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DKHOOPS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. 
They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, and we're back on running the break. We're joined by Nathaniel Butler still. I want Nat to tell, because Nat, you were with the Dream Team in, in 92 at, at the Olympics in Barcelona. And you've told me this in another conversation about, I believe MJ offered you a pair of his sneakers. Tell us that story, because I know CJ wants to hear this one. You know, like, yes, Alex brings up funny story. But just kind of kind of funny. I was fortunate to be a part of that 92 uh, dream team. And it was the whole experience. We were together six or eight weeks, whatever. But the, we were we all shared us in the same hotel. And it was like summer camp. You have breakfast. Hey, there's Michael, Chris Mullen, Patrick Ewing, Larry. Like we're all together. It was it was a very, very special, unique experience. But the as things are winding down, the last the last, literally the last day, had a room a couple doors down from Michael. I went out. I was newly married at the time, bought a couple of souvenirs. I love Barcelona, the heart shirt, some Olympic, you know, tidbits. I'm walking by MJ's room, and there was just a pile of sneakers. And he was, you know, he was trying to pack. And, and he was like, Nat, you want to, you know, you want a pair of sneakers? I'm like, no, I just finished packing. I'm stuffing <laughs> stuff in my suitcase. Like it just what? A, and I literally could have left. Obviously, my clothes. Like left <laughs> yeah. the bag. Left. I could have left my cameras. Got on the plane with a pair of of MJ ninety two kicks, and I and I would be good right now. Although I would never sell them, so I would never appreciate you know realize the appreciation of the value. But things were different then. You know, yeah. uh, guys were getting jerseys signed. They were all, it was a very unique bonding experience. You know, do I wish I left my clothes and stuff and somehow <laughs> was managed to squeeze in carrying home a pair of his kicks? Absolutely. Funny story. The thing is, though, with who you are and what you've done and kind of being like the the expert in capturing these memories, I, if I was you, I actually would not feel as bad. Like you captured all of that out there. What do you need a pair of shoes for? You know, you know what it's, I, I hear you. Um, <laughs> as, as you get, as you get older, I do think back. I have friendships with, with a lot of the guys. That means a lot more to mm-hmm. me. You know, I do, I, I do need to, People always ask me for prints and things. I do need to start doing, hey, I'll make two. I'll give you one. You give me one. Just as a a capsulation of, you know, what I've done and accomplished. Because you do, you do start to look back on things and and say, wow, that was pretty cool. But, But similarly, I'm not comparing myself to the athletes, but they often say the same thing. When you're in the moment, it's all about work, yeah. you know, I'm working and I, I feel awkward. Sometimes people want to come up and talk to me before a game. They're excited to be, and I don't want to be rude, but I'm like, it's work. And, and I do think that that's that little 
thing is what drives me and has proven to be successful for me. Larry Bird was famous for, he just didn't like getting his photo taken, you know, outside of the court. And it was consistent with everybody. He said no to us. He said no to sports. So he didn't, that was his personality. His last year, he was like, Nat, do you remember the game, the third quarter, I did this? And he asked for a couple of photos, like the most minutiae detail of things that he remembered. And I respect that so much about, about them because you're in the moment. It's all about business. It's, it's what their task is at hand. But then taking at some point, taking the time to reflect and look back on things and, hey, do you have that? you know, that one moment when I did this or did that or something like that. It's cool to me. Yeah, that's so cool to hear, like, especially from someone like Larry Bird. And it's funny you mentioned that, how when you're at the arena at, at these, you know, high stakes games, like it's worked for you, right? And you need to be locked in. Like, I remember seeing you, you know, coming here to Toronto during the 2019 championship run or just seeing you at like all-star games and like finals and like, yeah, I don't bother you before the game. Right. Because like, I, I know that like, that's your work environment, right? right? And you don't want to miss any like opportunities to capture these moments. What is it like, like over the years, have you seen like players, especially modern day now, really like appreciate what you do in, in terms of capturing these moments that, that really define them in a way? Yes. And I think that is not our intent, but that's a result of some of the work that we put in. We go to a player's house or something to do a feature and they have my my photos hanging up in their house and stuff. And I get it. That makes me proud. Little things like that. And I've been doing it a long time. And when you do start to look back on things, to your point earlier, Alex, it's like you do have a historical like archive of what has transpired. I haven't been at every game. I have, haven't been at every big game, but it encompasses it's coming up on 40 years of you know documenting history uh and that's cool to reflect upon occasionally and you know there's always oh i wish i did this i could have done that better but that again that's what that's what drives me and it continues to do so can we uh, get a little bit into your routine? So, like, of course, you know, Alex has said he doesn't want to bother you. Like, when does when does the work start for you? Because obviously, it's not when the buzzer start or like the tip off happens. It's you know, when does when does like the work day start no, you, for you? It, you know, that, day that, of? That's a great question because yeah. it has its work. NBA game is seven thirty at night typically. I leave my house at eleven thirty in the morning. Yep, and I'm at the arena. 12 31 o'clock you know to set up for a game all of these arenas now as, as you guys know there's a hockey game the night before there's a concert the night before like we have to re i'm so envious of guys that have a studio you could walk in and and you know you're good we have to recreate the wheel every night and it's grueling you know so literally you work at one o'clock setting up cameras things are we call it tethered now. So all of the cameras are, we, we're not, we're shooting digital. All the cameras are wired together. The analogy is during an NBA game, oh, the refs are going to Secaucus to look at a review. All of our cameras are wired to Secaucus. They have editors on site, you know, doing, doing things in real time. But it's an Ethernet cable. It could be kinked or something like there's a million and six 
things that could go south. So that's before the game. I've had conversations now with Alec. We used to chill for a while. You have a little media meal. Now we don't even have time for that because these tunnel walk-in shots have become (laughs) the craziest thing ever. So literally, that has added like another 90 minutes to the workday. We have to be done setting up by like 4 o'clock for guys to start coming in. The game starts. And then typically the strike is always a little bit faster because you're not as fine-tuned. You're like grabbing stuff. But literally a, a 7.30 game ends at 10. It's an hour and a half uh, or more of striking stuff, and you walk out of the arena at midnight. You know, So it's, it's kind of a 12-hour day for a two-and-a-half-hour game. I love the the fact that you said like the added on almost 90 minutes of these tunnel fits. I mean, this is like, those are kind of the reason why I think I work in this business is because people are caring so much more about that off court stuff. And now, like you said, it's such an official part of the job. Who was sort of the first player? I I mean, I have my theories. Who was the first player that those was like, you took a picture of them and then it was all of a sudden everyone's like, Nope, that's now a thing you have to, you have to introduce into your whole workday. It sort of like evolved, I think. There's a crazy picture that Andy Bernstein took in the early 80s of magic in a fur coat that you Ah, see occasionally. Mm -hmm. You know, we used to do the walk-ins maybe once in a while, MJ pulling up in the Ferrari outside of Chicago Stadium. But it wasn't like MJ was cool because of the crowd of people around him, like those moments. But it wasn't like... Every day, it wasn't like because he was wearing a special suit or had a special watch. It was just MJ, you know, but it wasn't we weren't tasked with that every day. And things have sort of evolved. You know, there was a crazy photo a couple of years back. Again, I think it was Andy's when Westbrook walked in with the photographer vest. Yeah. (laughs) And, And like that, that picture was like worldwide, like. You know, and now like it's gone from from me. I'm not like the paparazzi kind of guy, me feeling a little self-conscious about doing that. I don't want to bother the guys. They're focusing on the game, you know, but it has gone from that to literally the guys walk by me. There's a hundred yard walk to the locker room. They walk by me and they're texting me, bro, when can I get the picture? You know, and it's like I just took the picture ten seconds ago. But it's part of it's part of their thing. Yeah, they have their brand. Whether they're endorsing, you know, some kind of product or or something, that's part of the whole thing. And some of the guys, like they they take a lot of pride in what the, what they're doing. So it's sort of it's sort of cool to see other guys, and it's it's cool. Other guys have their sweatpants and a. A backpack and it's like i don't i won't take it like i'm not gonna it's not a competition it's just part yeah. of the guys that like it you want to be there and document it the other guys like i have total respect for that too they they walk by they're they're getting ready for a game it's their job yeah i, lo- I love how this has just become like an additional <laughs> part of your job now i almost feel like you should be negotiating a separate salary net no. just for just for capturing <laughs> these tunnel I'll, I'll give you a percentage we let's talk uh it is it is i have a great assistant because for me i'm i'm all about best like i do enjoy right. the moments of what guys wear like kd in brooklyn you know he was going to wear sweats every time he he's not into it like he's wearing his 
uh, knit fit Nike sweat. Like, so I didn't have to wait for him because, but then the guys walk in, then other guys who get in earlier out on the court warming up. I want to shoot that too. You can't yeah. be in two places. So I am evolving and delegating. I have a new uh, assistant, David, in in New York and Brooklyn that I'm that I'm using, and he's pumped up to have his entryway and help out and shoot some of that stuff. So you, you let's even go back again because I do want to hear a little bit more about you know you had shot the St. John's guys mauling Mark Jackson and whatnot. So. Where and you talk about being extremely professional, which I, I love hearing that too, because yeah, I think people just need to know that side of it. But when you're starting out, you had to have been starstruck at least once, and maybe that like who who was that with? And maybe was it a story that made you think like, no, this is my job. I can't be like this every single every single gig. You know what? It was it was Larry Bird mm-hmm. because I loved his game. Uh, grew up you know, watching him, I did know, I worked at Sports Illustrated a little, I did know that he just didn't love getting his picture taken, so he kind of kept distant, you do have a job to do, you know, but it was just like, I was young, like a little bit of an intimidation factor, kind of, kind of thing, you know, there were shots that I did not take, that perhaps... 30 years later, I wish I did press the button and have an iconic shot of Larry Bird that maybe I was like, didn't just didn't want to bother him kind of thing. But I also think there's two sides to that, that that has helped me with my longevity. Like the guys know that I'm not going to do anything to embarrass them. It's we live in a world now all about the clicks and stuff. I'm not about that. I'm in it for the long haul. So if I don't get a goofy picture of someone, so so what? Like it's I'm not I'm not there to embarrass them. I work for the NBA. We have a we have a great relate. It's it's about the the product and about these guys are great guys. So there's a you use your judgment. I love being a fly on the wall for you know different moments, the locker room type moments, the bus rides, those types of moments. I I just love that. Uh, as a fan, but also as a photographer to be able to document that stuff. All right, so we're going to take a quick break here and continue our conversation with Nat after this break. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code DKHOOPS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DKHOOPS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. All right, and we're back on running the break. We're joined by Nathaniel Butler still. Yeah, I think it's so. I think it's such a good point CJ brought up about like the professionalism of it too, because, like you mentioned, you're around these guys so much in, in some of probably their most private moments, that that you do have to have that common sense of of knowing, you know, when a when a photo is worth it. Do you, have you found like throughout the years? Because I feel like guys now, players in the league, are so used to just having cameras in their face. Or, or just use cameras? Like, have you found there's just more of a comfort level nowadays than maybe back when you oh, started? Oh, 100%, yeah. Because literally, the, these guys are early 20s and everyone is, you know, the, the phone is a camera. So they're taking pictures of each other. They're accustomed to having it around, you know. So there's much more of a comfort level around. Back in the day, it was a little bit of when you were to walk into a locker room if you were like someone would say give you a little bit of a stink eye but if mj goes no no he's with me he's good you were good you know like if you walk into a locker room and a Kyrie, there might be some guys that wouldn't know me or Kyrie would say no that's nat you know he took that that picture and they were like oh you took that like so there's a little bit of like professional respect with some of the older guys you know which is cool but there is the comfort level with the guy everyone the teams now have huge staff of social media shooting plane rides, bus rides, all of that stuff. And that's cool to me. You know, it's it's in, it gives the fans a whole nother look at these at these guys and the dynamics of a team. Were there ever any moments where you had to like you were a fan and watching that unfold, but you were also clicking? Was there any sort of moment where you had to like remind yourself because we've, I mean, you've been a part and witness of so much. You were there, but you were like, but I'm also the guy who's capturing this. 
Right. You know what? What happens oftentimes is I'm I'm I still I'm so dialed in, you know. Yeah. Um, then after the game, you decompress. You used to get the stat sheet. Now after the game, back at the hotel, I'm looking on Twitter or have the highlights on in the background. I'll, oh, really? Like there was a game, <laughs> Cavs against Detroit. I mentioned earlier, I'm bad with my years. He scored like 26 consecutive points or something crazy. Yep. 48 points for LeBron James. He has scored the last 25 points for Cleveland. 29 of the last 30. He's hit the last 11 Cavalier field goals. This over 16 minutes I was there. I'm shooting. And I know LeBron got hot. The crowd's going nuts in Detroit. It was at Detroit. I didn't realize that he scored 26 consecutive points, you know, until the end uh, after the game. And you're kind of regrouping, you know, Steph Curry hit a couple of threes. Wow. He really had 12 threes, you know, (laughs) stuff like you do lose sight of certain things during timeouts and stuff. I'm always conscious time score. Who's hot. Who's not like you do take a look at the scoreboard. Uh, for obvious reasons, but oftentimes you're just so dialed in that you don't notice some of the, you know, ebbs and flows of certain things. Yeah, I almost think too, it's funny you bring up Steph, because I almost think you probably have like a mental, like scouting report of these guys as you're shooting. MJ is going to do these particular things. Or, you know, when Kobe has the ball, he's probably going to hit that kind of go for that mid range fade away. Right. Whereas like Steph, you probably have to get ready the minute he gets well, past half court. Yeah. That he might shoot. No, you're you're a hundred percent correct. And like we said earlier, we get one shot. You know, I don't want Steph's jump when he's shooting a jumper. I want the ball like right off his fingertips. I don't want it ten feet out of his head. That's too. But the second he's at mid court, like he hits a logo three or something, he has a whole nother level of you being prepared. And he broke the three point record this year. I was, I was fortunate enough to be at that game at the Garden. Again, here's Curry for the record. It's good! There it is! Stephen Curry! The all-time three-point king in the NBA! The second he touched the ball, you had to be ready, but then you you couldn't shoot too early and then miss the shot either because, like I said, we only get that one shot. But he his his quick release is insane and you know, obviously the greatest shooter of all time. So just straight up, I want to hear what are some of your favorite photos that you took of all time? You know what? It's constantly evolving. And I think that, like I said, that's cool because I'm always trying for the next best one, but I've been very fortunate because of the the longevity and length of, of my career of having some, you know, some pretty iconic moments. I love even this year during the finals, I was hoping for a game seven, Steph hit a game winner. Like I love that. This this year after they won with Steph in the locker room, like the 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 picture of him doing the the sleep thing has now become yep. a meme everywhere. And that's that's the new thing. He was in front of his locker, drenched like champagne everywhere he had the the larry o'brien trophy the mvp trophy and it just caught his eye and he did one of those and a shot like that is like that made my night going back to 
20, 25 years ago, the NBA 50, Bill Russell with all the rings, like a beautiful portrait, 10 fingers, 11 rings, you know, uh, Vince over the years for the Toronto people, like he put on a show all the time. Like there's always uh, different things. And I love like telling the story. It's not all about a dunk. I like, like I said, I like portraits. I like the guys sitting in the locker room, sitting on a bus. You know, I there I have a portrait of Tim Duncan that we took in St. Croix. The crazy story of Tim Duncan was known as banking, you know, his little turnaround mm-hmm. bank shot is was his thing. Well, the reason that that became such a big part of his game was that his high school games, they played outside. And it was he lived in in the islands, it was windy. So like wow. the winds come, you don't go for swishes, you go for a bank because it was windy. To have a portrait of him on his high school court outside. To me, when you look at that, you feel something. I want I want somebody to feel something. MJ going with the six after he won his six championship. You want you want to to have the photo emit some emotion out of people. So that's that's what I continue to do, and that's what I'm always always looking for that next next best one. Before I let you go, you got to talk about shooting um, Linsanity, too, during that period. I know that was a highlight for you, too, right? You know what? I haven't seen the doc yet. Uh, I've been texting with people, and it it won some awards at the Tribeca Film Festival. And literally, I grew up a Knicks fan. I'm based in New York still. That two-week period at the Garden was the most exciting time. It was right up there with MJ and the Bulls and the Knicks playoffs. It just wow. took the city by storm. He was such a good guy, but people didn't know that at the time, but people attached themselves to his story. And that's like a New York kind of thing, like the gritty, the work. And it was just it was just remarkable of how that came to be. He hit that game-winning shot in Toronto. Uh, he hit a game-winning <laughs> shot against the Lakers. Like, it was crazy. It wasn't like one game and it was just like it was just a crazy time to be a basketball fan. And the Knicks will win it. Lynn Sanity continues here in Madison Square Garden as the undrafted point guard from Harvard electrifies MSG once again as the Knicks win their fourth in a row. And then down down the years, he unfortunately had some terrible injuries that a lot of people wouldn't have even come back from. He showed his love for the game by putting in time and work and all of that. And then you get to know his story and stuff, which even makes that stuff even more remarkable. But a crazy time at the Garden, for sure. Nat, thank you so much. I mean, I just want to say it's when I we interview people like you, it turns into like that SNL sketch Chris Farley show where I'm like, dude, remember when you did this? I love that. Like, <laughs> so it's just such a pleasure talking to you. And there's so much more we could talk about. I mean, like you just thank you because you're largely responsible for how fans like ourselves have consumed the game over decades. Like we talk about how we celebrate this game outside of just watching every game on TV. And it's being able to go back and look at those iconic moments and even just like feel those moments again. Like those 90s bowls, that's when it started it for me just MJ right. holding his head against the trophy and that stuff that that's like sort of part of my DNA. And it's largely thanks to people like you for knowing that those are the moments to capture. So I just want to say thank you for this interview and for what you've done. No, I truly appreciate it. And I was like, 
I was like everyone else, you know, as a kid growing up, the posters on my wall, ripping out magazines, hanging up the, the covers and, and the, the book I thought that Alex did was so great about the cover, because there are certain things that for all of us, depending on what age you are, whether it was the 96 Slam cover, or for me, a Sports Illustrated cover of Larry Bird or something from, from 1982 or whenever that was, like we all have, we're all fans. We all have those those moments and instantly kick back to our youth a little bit about, oh, remember that? And that's what makes all of this so much fun and it continues to be so much fun. Before I let you go, I'll add to what CJ said, I think. First of all, I think it's great that the social media era, I think, has put a spotlight on a lot of photographers now. Like everybody should go follow Nat on Instagram at Natalie Photo, N-A-T-L-Y photo like you i feel like you're able to not like introduce yourself to a new generation of fans but kind of let them in on on what you're seeing and and in kind of in real time and like regardless of like i know like cj and i we joke a lot about just like memes or like you know social media moments and things like that even now and i think till forever like there's just nothing as powerful as capturing those moments in a photo you know what i mean like i feel like that the power of the photo is just never going to go away, like especially in sports. No, I, I agree because sports is about the moment. Oftentimes a sequence or a video is cool, obviously, but there are moments, you know, in, in any sport uh, that are very defining. And it's, you know, the power of victory or defeat or whatever. Those are the moments that we all cherish. That's beautiful. Awesome. Well, listen, Nat, uh, once again, appreciate you for joining us. Nathaniel Butler, NBA photographer. Everybody go follow him on, on social media so you can get all the photos. He, he posts a lot of great throwback content, yeah. too. So, so everybody should check that out. Thank you again for listening to Running the Break with CJ and Alex. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. And thank you again to our team behind the scenes, Peter, Grace, and Kurt, for all their help. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, guys. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.